0: Hello and welcome back to the Keeping It Together podcast. I'm Sabrina
1: and I'm Alyssa and it's episode 34.
0: 34. 34 weeks. 34 weeks of you guys just coming back listening to us. Plus
1: that one random week where I just forgot to post episode 33 so I delayed it a week. Classic. Life happens,
0: guys. Uh January has been It's been rough. Very busy for both of us. It's and been a both very... of our jobs. We've just we've been doing a lot. Uh yeah, but
1: it's been very nonstop. This is the first weekend um that I've had where I haven't been busting my ass doing work or running around seeing people. It's been I it's been nice. I've really enjoyed it. Um I think I think my
0: time's coming for that. Uh so the past That's the past good. couple weeks were a little bit full. I um I picked up some hours. Yeah, uh, I haven't
1: seen you that much.
0: I know. Well, so, I, you know, I, I picked up these hours because I could. Um, yeah. <laughs> they were a little bit rough, but I survived. Uh, next week, You're getting that everything's going to be low-key, and my paycheck on Monday is going to be hey. very, very sweet, Let's which is this good because we're moving soon. We are um, moving. So, um, who is letting us
1: be roommates? I don't know, but who is letting us do this?
0: I think we're gonna have a good time, guys. Um, we've we've talked about it. We think that we're gonna start doing a YouTube channel once we get in together. It might happen, and It may just or may post not some blog, uh, some blogs, some vlogs. If, is, that, some is that what the kids call it? Vlogs. Um, um po- posting some vlogs, um, here and there. We're
1: funny. People I think i are funny. funny.
0: Yeah, you're hilarious. I, wanna, I don't know. I I'm finally, like okay.
1: <laughs> I finally broke what I was calling my dry spell of open mic nights, and I finally went back up on an open mic. Surprise! And it went really well. Um, My, I don't know why, all of a sudden, I, I did, like, a six-month period of, like, no open mics. I just, like, didn't want to go. I didn't want to do it. I think, like, I want to
0: try it. You like, need I, to try I, it. I just want to try it, see how I would do. I'm probably going to get booed. I'm probably going to be... What? I don't know. Like, I can be funny-ish, I guess. <laughs> I don't know.
1: You are. I mean, you, you don't really have to try. There's, there's
0: a lot of things in my life that is pretty hilarious. My life is pretty much a joke. So. Oh my god, <laughs> it
1: is not. But um, it's fine. You know, it's not a joke. What's not a joke? Our sponsor. Ah uh, yes. I still sometimes have to like remember that this is a thing, but it's a thing, and I love it. You hear it every week. Muslim backpacks. They are absolutely incredible. You've heard our discount code every single week, but for one more time, Sabrina, you want to hit them with that code? Yes. Our discount code to get you 20%
0: off your purchase is keeping it together. With that discount code, not only do you get 20% off your purchase, but you also help fund this podcast fund our studio time yep. we get to keep coming back to goth and podcast studio which we love we love it um you guys are just helping us out and we're helping you out by getting you a discount on an awesome bag super cute super, super spacious great. um multifunctional can be a backpack can be a duffel bag can I'm be over the shoulder like I'm all about so, multifunctional
1: multifunctional is my my jam that is my shit i love it anything that has many different purposes in life Wonderful, and the pockets. There's so many pockets. There's a pocket for your water bottle on the side. Yes, always need a good water bottle pocket. Love a good uh, pocket. I can't even speak. I'm still a little. I'm still a little hungover. Oh, oh my! But you know what helps me? My Muslim backpack. It keeps my life together. (sighs) I've already packed it for work, and it's great. And I have it ready for tomorrow. Going to tackle the week. Going to tackle all my workouts. Going to tackle all of my job stuff, and it's going to be great. Yeah. Don't know what I do without it, honestly, because it really, really is life changing.
0: I get a lot of compliments on mine. People are like, wow, that's that. cute. We
1: have the limited edition print, the Caribbean print. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and some good I'm stuff. like, oh my God, this is the backpack that sponsors my podcast. Like, I'm like, let me tell you about that. Let me tell
1: you about it. Let me give you the
0: discount code. Like, it's good stuff. Go get yourself one. You so. know, it's
1: also great. This week's treat of the week. Uh, what is it, Alyssa? Uh, it's Essentia. An overachieving H2O. That's their tagline. That's literally on the bottle. That's right there. This
0: has, oh, it's ionized hydration. So yes. So what it, do you mean?
1: It helps to keep you hydrated, to actually keep you hyd- hydrated longer. So they have taken the pH of the water and raised it to 9.5. Um, and some bottles actually are a higher pH than that. And what it does is it helps bring out the various electrolytes that really, really keep you hydrated. See, it's this really, is good because we, really we need it. Sometimes, I think it's a little marketing thing, but you know what? I'm a sucker for it, and I'm doing it, and I buy it, and I love it, and I live by it. It's great. Um, It's pretty cheap at stores. You can get it. I got this for mm-hmm. a dollar. A dollar. A dollar. Get your you hydration can. on for a dollar. I've seen it at other stores a little bit more pricey, around the 2 3 dollars range, but...
0: Actually, $1 for a bottle of water in New York City, that's pretty good. Actually,
1: that's really good. That is really good. <laughs> that's like, really good, but I needed to survive because I, it's all hitting me now. I was doing really great this morning. Really great. We went out last night and did bottle service and it was fun. And I was doing swell when I woke up and now it was just like, pff, like crash and burn. That sometimes how And how it Essentia goes. helps me to not
0: crash and burn. It's good. Dude, that's the worst. When you wake up in the morning and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm good. And Mm -hmm. then you go and you start your day and you're like, oh, shit. Yep. Yep. I'm -hmm. starting to die.
1: Also, hasn't helped that I've only had a piece of bread today. I had toast because I was too lazy to make anything else. But whatever. You know who is being lazy? But not so lazy now because things are back up and running. But only for three weeks. The government's back. The government is bad. You looked at me with this puzzled look as to what I was going to say. Yeah,
0: I was. I've been trying this lead-in
1: thing, and like, I don't know how it's working, but I'm trying it. We're seeing how it goes. Anyways, uh, some current events here we thought were really, really important to talk about before we get into kind of what we wanted to talk about today. The government uh, shutdown is over, but it's only temporary. It is only over for three weeks. It is really important to know that this is the longest shutdown that has ever happened. It was for 35 days. That's insane! Like 35 days. Over 800,000 people were left unemployed, unpaid, but were still expected to work. It caused the largest travel delays that have happened in the history of travel delays. In my personal opinion,
0: you know, it's crazy. Um, I guess I didn't realize how many organizations are. Like government based, yep. they're like paid.
1: You know what's crazy? B- by
0: like I don't know America the taxes. Same, I, how how are federal by taxes by taxes? Okay, so basically I didn't. I guess I didn't understand all these things like what we're, airports. We're not um, very
1: involved in politics. It's not, and I'm okay saying that because I'm not. I'm not very informed. I need to be more informed. We need to be more informed as people who can vote for this stuff. But it's important to understand when this stuff is happening. I mean. On Friday, right before the announcement was made that the shutdown was over, um, LaGuardia Airport was canceling flights because of the, uh, shortage of TSA workers. They couldn't get people through security, so they were literally canceling flights. Oh, also air traffic control. There was a shortage there as well. So wow. not only could you not get through security, but there was not enough air traffic control men and women, um, at the airport who could function. And so they were literally canceling flights because of this. All because of a wall that people do not yeah, want to pay so for. Basically,
0: all these other things that keep our country running are falling apart because people aren't getting paid all over a stupid wall where
1: like this money. It's a wall that people say they want, but they don't want to fund it. They don't want to fund it. And it's, it's, it's like, all
0: right, first of all, Trump, he is one of the richest men in America. Actually, no, he's not. Is he not? No, he's filed for bankruptcy before a lot of people
1: think he is like rich he puts on a good front you would think he would have
0: the money to donate to this wall that he wants so badly um yep at the end of the
1: day it's a 5.7 billion dollar wall so why of course people are not going to want to pay for that because taxes are gonna skyrocket with this and people don't realize that and they're fine after the shutdown they finally understood kind of how this was going to happen and so, if naturally, people are not going to want this to happen. So, what was the solution? Oh, I'll just shut down the government. Yeah, great solution. Now, you've just left so many other people unemployed. Yeah, people are getting paid. And, like, you have families who are not able to get um the assistance that they need through food stamps, yes. through assisted living. You are denying people literally food and shelter. And once you start doing that... You are an awful human being. Over a damn wall. Like this just blows my fucking mind. What One but day, the wall's not even gonna do anything. That's the thing. The wall yeah. will do nothing.
0: No, nothing at all.
1: It won't even really enhance border security. And that honestly,
0: much. on the list of things that America needs right now. The wall is like at the bottom of that list. This like there money, are so many other things going wrong in our country yep. that we need funding for. This, for example, money, our school systems, yeah. uh, the Flint, Michigan water problem, um, our the veterans that, that are on the street. The like, fact,
1: the fact that Flint still does not have clean water astounds me. The fact that that's still an issue. It shouldn't be. This should have been rectified right when it was happening. There should have been our government going in and fixing this. And the fact that they didn't, astounds me it's something i will always be in disbelief and until it's actually clean water again in flint
0: this whole thing going on right now it's just one of those things where like one day if i have kids maybe i have kids i don't know i don't want to bring kids into this world right now they'll ask me though they're gonna learn about this in school this is this is gonna make history books because this was the longest government shutdown and they're gonna be like mom like what happened and i'm just gonna sit there and be like i honestly like i don't understand
1: It's been like, this is so stupid. It's been an experience. That's for sure. It's been something that is definitely not positive whatsoever. But at the end of the day is kind of teaching us all the shit that we don't want in a leader of our country anymore. And that's important to know, too. I mean, is that you can't we've people have always believed that you can't really believe what a politician has. But now you really can't because now you have a guy saying, oh, I never said uh, Mexico was going to pay for the wall. But then there's a clip saying Mexico's going to pay for the clips, wall. There's clips, there's tweets, buddy. Like, come on now. We live in an age where everything you say has the ability to be documented with or without you knowing. And distributed through the masses with or without you knowing. It's a fact of life. The internet is a good thing and it's also a bad thing for It can this be a reason. terrible thing. I
0: mean, the internet has caused people, like, jobs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but at the end of the day, you just can't lie. You can't, you can't have a platform... That is about dishonesty and disrespect and expect people to respect you for it and expect people to follow you and continue to follow you for that. Uh, Especially now when you have left over 800,000 people without a job, without money, without food, without shelter, without water, all the basic necessities of life.
0: He's basically throwing a tamper tantrum. It is
1: A tamper tantrum like a
0: little kid. I can't say it. Temper tantrum. My God. Temper, Um Temper tantrum. I just wanted to do that. <laughs> like, I can't do it. Um, but this—that's basically what he's doing over this stupid wall, and because of it, like, yeah, he's—he's he's messing with a lot of people's lives at, and the safety of our country overall.
1: I, I, at the end of the day, yes, the, the the shutdown is being lifted for now. It's only for three weeks. Thankfully, um, people are now going to be able to get the assistance and things that they need to live and and sustain life. But we shouldn't be only doing it for three weeks. This should just be lifted completely. There's no agreement that's being made, and that's what's going to happen at the end of the day. This will never get built. This is how uh, our government is literally going to fall to pieces over a wall, a cement wall. It's it's stressing me out. I don't like it. I I can only hope that our newly elected leaders in Congress will fight for Mm -hmm. their people and fight for what's right. Not necessarily for the parties, but what's right for the people.
0: I mean, and what, what we need to do as civilians, uh, we just need to stay informed. Um, and when voting day comes, yep. we need to get in there. Yes. We did this... great this past November. We got oh, new people God. into Congress. You know who got into Congress that makes me so happy? Oh, tell me.
1: Alexandria Cortez. I know. Oh, you I love, love her. her. I love she's her. She's great. So I see much. her stuff from
0: time to time. My dad so loves her. Like, honestly, like she, she's great. Even Um,
1: people who don't agree with what she says, people just say she's a badass woman. Like she just doesn't take shit from anybody. I mean,
0: we need we need more people like her. She is from our generation. Like Yeah. It's it's time for more people, you know, in our age to get in there and to change things. The
1: representation that Congress needs. And we need more people like her elected into Congress and people who are badass women like this. And just don't give a shit what you say and are going to get their message out there and get their point out there on a platform that is wholesome and good and true and just fighting for what's right and just fighting for what is equal. And that makes me happy. And that's good. And she's really going to leave a mark. And and I really hope she brings in other people like her.
0: It's good stuff. Me too.
1: Me too, man. (laughs) It's really good. I keep looking at your Chipotle and it looks really good. Oh my
0: gosh. I keep like nibbling at it. I'm trying not to eat in the mic. Um, but it's, it's helping me out a ton. Um, it's good stuff.
1: Speaking of change, change, man. That kind
0: of rolls us into our topic today. Um, so I guess I'll explain a little bit why we're talking about this. So, because topic- I can't talk about the government shutdown the whole time. I know, I'll get, I will get so angry. We, we gotta get off of it. We're, we're just, we're gonna get too fired up. Um, oh. So, you know, a lot of our podcast is just talking about us surviving this time in our lives um, and just things that we're doing. And one of the most important things that we need to do is just get as much experience as we can. And that can be through a bunch of different things. And this kind of got brought to me the other day. I was um at work and I was talking with two different guys. Um, One of them, in his late 40s and the other guy in his early 30s. And then there's me, you know, mid-20s. So we're all at like these different stages in our lives and we're just talking about all the different things. And, you know, they're saying to me, oh, you you have so much left to do. And um, we were talking about the different people that we were when we were younger. Oh my gosh, um, yeah. They're so and
1: different. I think... It's like night and day how different it was I years think
0: ago. when I look back, I have found that just getting just different experience underneath my belt moving to a different city going on trips meeting different people like and i know all that sounds expensive you don't have to go that route but just going out there and seeing things and doing different things outside think, of your normal everyday life I think
1: it's all about getting uncomfortable yeah i cannot stand and it really aggravates me people who just like to live comfortably. Not in terms of like financials or anything like that, but in terms like of Like they don't like, like they don't move. Right. Like they stay stagnant. They stay very stagnant. Like they have a very stagnant routine. I have a chaotic routine. It's a routine, but it's chaotic. Yeah. But it's me going all over the place and it's trying to be a part of so many different things because we're at the age right now where I not even really at the age, like we can have these experiences up until we're in our sixties and our seventies and whatnot. Having these experiences shouldn't be limited to your twenties and thirties, but it really bothers me. People who don't go outside of their comfort zone. Yeah. Or if they do, it's like a little bit, it's not really investing into a different experience. I feel
0: like when you don't go outside of your comfort zone, You don't really know yourself fully like you think you do, but you also don't when you go outside that comfort zone, you figure out, okay, hey, I don't like this or hey, Mm -hmm. I
1: really like this. The biggest thing for people going outside of their comfort zone is college. To me, college is always that kind of jolting experience. You're 18, you're fresh, you're young, you have a lot of wit, but you're expected to figure out what you want to do in four years. That's not okay. That's no. not okay. Like, it's such a short amount of time to figure that shit out.
0: I mean, I've talked about it before. What I went to college for, I'm definitely not doing now. I was I mean, supposed to doing be something med-
1: like I was supposed to be in med school by now yeah. if I stayed on my college route that I wanted. Well, when so I, I guess when I was eighteen. If
0: if we want to take it all the way back. Um, so I'm twenty three, almost twenty four. Uh five years ago, five, six years ago when I was eighteen. I had a completely different idea of what I was doing with my life. You wanted this, to be
1: a physical, yeah, a physical therapist, right? No, or, no, you wanted. No, so let's let's. I start, thought you were a physical therapist. Let's start
0: all the way back. So, like, hometown girl was gonna go away to college. The, in plan, the big city. I mean, cl- yeah, Columbus, Columbus is a big city. Um, you it's know, I was gonna, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna go to college. Um, I in my head, I had an expectation that I was gonna meet somebody young, um, date them for a couple years. And then get married to them. And I had like this idea that I was going to get married right out of college. And that's how it all worked. Um, and this was before I saw, I saw the world before I saw different types of relationships. Um,
1: was there a moment during that whole time period that was like the switch moment, like the light switch?
0: Like, what do you mean? Like
1: Like, light switch for like my relationship or light switch for my schooling? No, for what you want for what I wanted. It doesn't have to be necessarily Um, specific. It's more like you had this idea that you wanted to be married and have kids now. Obviously, there was a light switch moment. Everybody has those light switch moments in their head. so, the light switch moment happened um, or maybe it was a series of them.
0: I mean, so, I mean, the big cataclysmic event was, you know, when we had the discussion, we had two different ideas of where we wanted to go with our lives and, Um, there was a point where I was just like, I can't keep fighting for this anymore. I don't think he wants to fight for this anymore. Like we have two different routes we want to go. We're not happy together. So we need to move on. And I think, um, I think that was the greatest thing for both of us. Uh, the guy that I was dating at the time, he's dating somebody else now. Um, he looks really happy with her. So good for him. Like I'm happy for him. Me, um, I'm still figuring out what I want in a relationship. And I'm actually like at this point in my life, When I thought that I was going to be married, I am so happy that I am not married right now.
1: So I think you misunderstood my question. Did
0: I misunderstand? I'm sorry.
1: Yes. So it's more about when did you realize that you didn't want to be, not necessarily with this person, but as a general wholesome idea, married in your 20s. Like married in your early 20s. Not It doesn't have to necessarily be about the person. Like clearly something changed. I remember you during the time. You wanted to go to California. You wanted to go out there for grad school at the time. I think, and and clearly that path so, changed, but you had this mentality in your head that I need to get out of Ohio, and that that's that's. A I good mean that, thing. that yeah,
0: that was always the plan. Um, and I think
1: was there something in you that was like, I need to go out and do this.
0: I think that was when I decided to put my my dreams like what i really want to do with my life like pursue music and stuff like that you put yourself first i think uh, like right around the time that breakup happened that's when i was like all right it's time to put this in front of me because for the longest time i pushed a lot of that stuff to the back burner mm-hmm. because um you know music arts that kind of stuff not seen as a real career um you know i was expected to go to school get a degree because at least a degree is going to get me a
1: job yeah um our our yeah. parents' generation's mentality is the best thing that you can do is get a degree. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm very, very thankful for my yes. degree. Yes. Oh and my I God. Love like, them, but I know so many other people who have been successful without doing that.
0: Yes. I mean, so I'm, I'm thankful for my degree. I'm thankful for the four years that I got to have at Ohio State. Like that, that was an experience in itself that I don't think.
1: <clears throat> the Ohio State University. The Ohio State University. Come on. Um, that
0: is an experience that I wouldn't have had anywhere else. Um, so super thankful for that. Um, but when the end of the four years came and it was time for me to do what I thought I was supposed to do, I was like, No. No, there are other mm-hmm. things I need to get done. And that was when I was really kind of figuring out, okay, I don't really know who I am. Like I don't know what I want. Um, and it's it's been a very cool experience and that's figuring like it out. It's
1: okay to not know what you want. So many people yeah. think you have to have it figured out, like, Oh, I want to be a doctor, I wanna be a lawyer or Oh, I want to be living abroad or whatever it is. People think you have to have some sort of a plan. I don't even have a plot.
0: Honestly, I was one of those people like, you know, me like I like having a set plan to everything. So when things don't go according to plan, I kind of freak out a little bit. Um, And I'm not going to lie to you. Like when I decided to change everything, it was scary as hell. Like I was terrified. Mm-hmm. You can ask my mom. My mom I recall. My mom, thank God for her. She was one of like oh, uh, she was one of like the main pushing forces because I remember calling her before I moved here and I was like, Should I even move here? And she's like, You know you are going to be miserable if you don't. mm mm-hmm. You regret like, You're right. it. Right. Um, and I don't regret this move at all because again, I got out of my comfort zone and I have had numerous different experiences here. Numerous experiences. God, I cannot talk. <laughs> um, numerous experiences here Maybe that I wouldn't have had. Our,
1: our failing of sober January.
0: <laughs> We're not talking about it. Um, <laughs> but numerous experiences here that I would not have had in Ohio. Um,
1: oh, getting sentimental.
0: That I, I'm a completely different person now than
1: I was yeah. in Ohio, and I, I am think, loving it. I think everybody kind of has that light switch moment, uh, and it's always like. It was dependent, yours? Dependent if you want to move forward with it or not. Like everybody kind of realizes like, okay, this is my life. Am I okay with it? Um, I was 17 when it happened. Uh, I had this idea in my head that I was going to leave Florida when I was 17 and go to Ohio State and go to med school. Uh, and I didn't get into Ohio State at first, although I did graduate from there. Eventually I transferred. A lot of people yeah. think that was weird and whatever. But when I was 17, like I got denied and I got denied hard from Ohio State. Like it was like almost instant. Uh, And I was super upset. And I was like, now what? Like, what the fuck do I do now?
0: You know what? You're not the only person who I've heard of where, like, they didn't get in the first time around. Well, um, no. That
1: was, like, at first the only school I had applied to. Oh. So then I had to apply to all these other schools and figure it out. And I ended up uh, starting at University of North Florida in Jacksonville. Yeah. Um, Which was great. I did two years there and then eventually ended up transferring to Ohio State um, for my junior, senior, and my super senior year because super classic senior. i needed those extra football tickets but like also college is hard um so you also got two degrees so like uh hey don't boost my ego more you, than it already you is needed boosting. that extra time um Regar- regardless i had this light switch moment uh that i needed to figure out a new plan and my, i then thought my next plan was okay i'm gonna go to unf there's mayo clinic up there i'm gonna really enjoy this um, so I do, I started in the summer. Um, a lot of kids in Florida will actually do a summer semester to start college because the Florida schools are pretty tough to get into. And it, you get cheaper tuition if you do it. You and know, you my, can co- also, my cousin
0: did that. She started in the summer. I and that was she like went,
1: the best summer of my life. Anybody who knows me during that time, no, we all say that was the best summer of our lives. And like no summer will ever top that because we literally lived in they put the freshmen in, like, apartment-style dorms with a pool. Oh, that's so cool. A pool, a lazy river. There was a communion door and a grill in there. Like, we were living large. Are you kidding
0: me? That is so cool. I think about my dorm freshman year. They packed four people into what was originally a double. Oh, no. I had my own room with a lock.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, we were, like live in you our best bitch. lives. We, it was a brand new dorm. <laughs> That's insane. And so during the summer, they house anybody who wants to stay on campus in these dorms because otherwise they're upperclassmen dorms. See, but look at that. That was not according to your plan. You ended up
0: going to the school. You ended up meeting great people, having a great summer.
1: Oh yeah, no, but my whole point was a lot of my experiences haven't been, there have been a lot of positive ones, but when I have figured things out, they've usually been a very negative experience for me. So on the med school thing, when I thought that's what I wanted to do, I actually failed bio my first time taking it. Like I got an F like it was rough. Like I biology. So I tried to stick it out and then I ended up dropping the class like a month before the final and like had a W on my transcript because I was like, fuck this. I can't do this. And so then I, I took it again. I tried to take it again in the spring. And at the same time, I had an internship at a physical therapy um, outpatient practice and thought that that was going to be my new route. You know, I'm not going to be a doctor. That's not my route. That's not what I want to do. I want to be a physical therapist. And I had like this big moment in my head of like, what it would be like if, if I was going to do that, I would, cause it, it started, I was going to the internship at the physical therapy place, got in my car, went to, went to work, worked at this place, had a lunch break, would go back to work. Then I had to go home and go to class. And then I went to bed. And I was like, wow, this is super complacent. And I hate this. And I feel miserable. And I left that physical therapy place within two weeks. I was done. I, like, literally told him, I was like, I can't do this. This is way too simple and not, like, it's too structured. Like, no thank you. I need something that is way more creative, that is way more chaotic and not in line with something I mean sometimes like
0: that's that's just how it needs to be in order for you to realize like sometimes life keeps on throwing these signs in your way I always and you're refusing to see the signs and life's like all right well then shit storm here it comes Um, there you go and then you're like okay well then I need to change the
1: best thing about these was it real it made me realize what I don't want and a lot of people think you have to have experiences to find out what you do want but it's super important to know what you don't want whether that's with work or family or friends or relationships or, or just your life as a whole, it's so important to not know what you don't want because then you can continue figuring things out to find what you do want mm-hmm. and I it still easier. don't really know what I want. People ask me all the time, what do you want to do? And I'm like, I don't know. I work in advertising and I'm at an agency and I love it. And right now I really love it. And why would I want to change that, you know? Like there's no reason for me to figure it out because right now I'm enjoying what I'm doing and I don't want to think about the future in 10 years from now. I want to focus on what's going on now and and enjoy it and ride it out and I'll figure it out as I go. Whether I f- have it from I figure out what I want from a positive experience or a negative experience right now, it's just I'm enjoying it and I'm along for the ride and I don't have to have it figured out right now. But what I do know is I'm getting experience and I'm learning different things and understanding what's right and and what's not right and what I want and don't want. Yeah. And that's what it's about. There's like all these articles now that circulate that they kind of piss me off because it's like, Oh, the 30 things you have to do before you're 30 or 27. Like literally I have one pulled up right here. 27 life experiences you need to do before you're 27. I don't know why they do it with the numbers like 27, 27, regardless. Witty, it's like, I don't know. Why do I have to do all of this before I'm 30? Why? That's what if I want to do it when I'm 30? What if I want to like, go to Thailand when I'm 30? What happens when I'm 30?
0: When I'm 30, does my body just immediately break? My, I can't I mean, do these things. My
1: boyfriend's 30, but like he's a little he's like now is like a full-fledged adult and has like adult shit to do. Maybe that's what that's like. I ask him all the time like I joke around like what's it like to be 30? Oh god. He doesn't like it because he's like I'm old and creaky and blah. And I'm like is this what it's like to be 30? To <laughs> complain? <laughs> okay. But my point is like why do we have to do all of these things so quickly people we live in an age now where everybody has to get everything done super quick. And I, think, I don't like that. That's not what an experience should be. I think I feel like
0: now, now is just a really good time for us in general because we are so young. We don't have yeah. as many responsibilities we, yet. Like mm-hmm. we're starting to get them, but we don't have as many yet. Um, You know, there's no kids. We're not married. Um, We kind of have a lot of free reigns. I'm not saying that you can't, have any experience once you're married once you have kids once you have all these responsibilities going on yeah but I think now is just an easier time to get out there I mean it's it's easier to just up and travel like if if I wanted to I could just buy a plane ticket and just well I mean that'd that'd be pricey I'd probably have to be for like six months from now Um, (laughs) but but, you know I I could buy a plane ticket and I can just go somewhere and the only thing that I have to do is just call off work that's really the only thing I have to do
1: it's good I will say though My parents did a lot with me and my brother when we were young. Um, We traveled from the moment we could fly. Like, my mom said my very first plane ride was when I was six weeks old and going to Maryland. Wow. My mom was like, I'm going to do what I want to do. And even though I have kids, it's not going to stop me. And I like that mentality. It's like, just because... You make big life changes of getting married, having children, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean you have to fit in this cookie cutter yeah. lifestyle. You I mean, can still go out and experience these things. Like one of my best memories to this day, um, we took this um trip over to Italy. I was I think I was 16 when we went, and I met incredible people. I met um I met my friend Blair who introduced me to my roommate. Now and it's there's we went and saw we went to Florence and that's when the Jersey Shore was filming in Florence and we saw them. We went to their gelato shop. Like we did these things that were just so out of the blue and See, different and, and life changing. Awesome. And it's I loved that I was able to do that so young and I love that my parents did that with us. Like it was one of those things that a lot of other parents probably wouldn't do with their kids at that age. Like my mm-hmm. brother and I were six years apart, so my brother was ten. You know, like thankfully we were in a place to go. What was he like? Was he like Polly D? Like He he was obsessed with Mike because his name was Michael. My dad's name is Mike. And so my brother loved yo. I wonder this situation it, if that was around the time when Mike like hit his head into the wall. It and was. We brace. didn't know. Wait, you saw him with the neck brace and everything. You no, know? he wasn't there with him because remember, like during the show, he would get super sad and just like ex- like exile himself from everybody. So we were walking down the street. We went to the we went to the Hard Rock Cafe in Florence. Like why we we did this because we won. My mom wanted to get a pin. She collects the pins of all the different ones. So we were literally standing outside like waiting for her to come out. And I look over and there's all this paparazzi. I'm like, what the hell's going on? And they're just walking along the street. And I was like, oh my God, that's Snooki. That's Jenny. That's Dina. Oh my God, there's Vinny. I was like, no, what is happening? And that's how we found out they were filming. Like, they were doing this show. They were doing awesome. a season there. And my brother was freaking out looking for Mike. And they were all laughing. And we didn't know why. But now we know why. Now just, you know why. <laughs> now, now we you know why. We were also in one of their, like, strips in between when they would have, like, main portions of the show. So you know how they would show, like, various portions of Italy with people walking on the street? Well, they showed us, like, sitting on the corner.
0: Yo, I demand... To see this i will
1: find it i will find it i have to it's like deep in the archives somewhere but, but I'll see find that's
0: it. that's just that's so cool like that is so you cool you know it's um, like
1: one of those things that it just kind of happened and those are the best type of experiences i've I, I can remember and the best memories that i have are the ones that just like they happened like they yeah. weren't planned they weren't really thought out and a lot of people think like oh i have to figure out my next big travel thing or i have to figure out my next big move and it's like no, you don't really have – I mean, depending on what it is, you, sh- you might have to, but sometimes the best things in life are the ones that kind of stumble upon us, you know? They're the ones that we didn't think we needed but have happened, whether that is a good thing or whether that's a bad thing. Uh, sometimes I reflect on a lot of the bad experiences I've had in my life, and a lot of people will try and say, like, oh, I wish this would have never happened to me, and I don't believe in that phrase I never actually use that phrase of, oh, I wish this would have never happened. Uh, because I think all of the experiences have shaped who I am. Yeah. And they have made me into the person that I am. And if you take that experience away you lose a piece of yourself you lose a portion of your personality your mentality and who you are to in your your core
0: yeah i mean i've looked back on some of my bad experiences and
1: from from time to time
0: i have said man like i wish that would have never happened but in reality i mean i wish i
1: didn't drink that much last night uh, but like but like i don't because it was such a good time like we why we ordered bottle service for five girls because we just didn't want to stand around it was one of the best decisions I've ever made because we had a couch and it was life changing had space
0: to dance oh, oh so much God. space
1: like I could say I don't I like I wish I didn't drink that much but like no it was great and I enjoyed it and that's like how it should be like we shouldn't wish we did something differently you know some people will like reflect on their life and like oh I have regrets whatever I'm like I don't really have any regrets. I really don't. I mean, don't. look,
0: any, any experience, good or bad, it's an experience and it helps shape who you are. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when I look back and I think about the bad things that have happened to me in my life, um, which, wow, damn, I've been through like a ringer of stuff, um, now that I'm sitting here thinking about it. Same man. Um, it, like, if if that stuff wouldn't have happened, I probably wouldn't be the same person I am today.
1: You don't even know if you would be here sitting in a studio recording a podcast with your yeah. best friend in New York City. Like, the, you wouldn't know if you were doing that.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's all a butterfly effect mm-hmm. when you think about it.
1: Because mm-hmm. we're keeping it together. Barely. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. Oh, my God. Barely. I am not surviving. I am... Still very hungover. I See, think this episode is going to be the course of how hungover is Alyssa, but um, it's not really that hungover. It's just annoying.
0: I'm actually okay. Um, I don't know what's going on. I'm okay.
1: You're okay. I'm okay. We're doing well. Doing
0: so. swell. Uh, I'm ca- I'm carrying the team here apparently today. Carrying the.
1: Team. I am the I am the main
0: hoe today. I,
1: I'm very subpar today. It's not my day at all it's all right
0: yesterday yesterday you were the main hoe i was the subpar uh, so
1: we switched. roles
0: so, reversed um
1: reversal but before we kind of wrap up here yeah so we do have an exciting segment yeah
0: so we're back with the artist of the week which speaking of experiences um so i'm not sure how much i've talked about it before but back in ohio i was um I was in a band. Um
1: Yeah, you were. I was in a band with a group yeah, of guys. Yeah, you were. Uh
0: they were super cool. We were called Remember the Fall. You played um, at a
1: place that specifically served tater tots. Yes. <laughs> never forget. Never
0: forget. Um but I had a ball performing with these guys and that experience actually really helped shape, you know, mm-hmm. me really wanting to pursue music. Yep. Um unfortunately when we all graduated, we all kind of had plans to go separate ways. Um but two of the guys, they're still making music together, which is awesome. Yeah, um, that's
1: incredible. They
0: are a duo. I believe it's just two of them. I believe it's just the two, uh, called collectively known as Susan.
1: Um, their album work is, their album work is phenomenal. awesome. I'm um, looking at this one from their song we're going to play for you guys. And it is so detail oriented and very vivid colors. I love it. I'm obsessed with this. Yes.
0: So this song is called Don't Hate You. They released it very recently. January 1st. Yes, January 1st. So brand new
1: this year. Hopefully this works because I, right now it says I don't have internet, so this will be interesting. Well, we uh, shall see. I guess
0: it. we'll find out. Hey, oh, there it
1: is. So this is Don't Hate You by Collectively Known as Susan.
0: Yes. Um
1: we were listening to it before and I really enjoy the message of this cuz you were saying this looks like it would be kind of about relationships and hating another person but when you look at this album cover um or the cover work for the single it's somebody looking into a mirror and the reflection they see is somebody that's definitely not them.
0: Yeah. So I think when I when I listen to it again like really listen to it um I've already heard it before I think it's great. Um but when I really listened to it again it was kind of like oh I think he's singing about himself and like pinpointing the things that he doesn't like about himself mm-hmm. um, I and really it,
1: like this guitar going on right now oh
0: yeah that's Alex oh my gosh Alex would just whip out these riffs out of nowhere and love it's it. great i um, love
1: it this is really catchy i enjoy this
0: yes uh brandon brandon he's great i become one of their monthly listeners i'm not sure who wrote the lyrics i, th- I think it might have been brandon i'm not sure um but both of them together they're both great artists it was so awesome to work with them um i think it was also so much fun to perform with them like brandon likes to jump around the stage um, I know I used to love your shows. Yes. they were electric. So one of our, one of the songs that we did, um, it was Killing in the Name of. And I, so I was the singer of the band, but I would hop off for this and Brandon would sing the song and we would go into it from another one of our songs. So we just like a whole big performance going on and we just had a ball we had a ball i would come in i'd be like fuck you i won't do what you tell me like Like, it was a ball um i love to just do that and it was awesome to see just brandon rocking out on the stage so who's the
1: one in your band that rapped that was brandon that was brandon this is that's Ah, brandon so i'm clicking things are clicking i'm
0: hyped that he's you know branching out more vocally um yeah, so I i, th- I think this is yeah, great. It's a Super great proud song. Of my um, you
1: guys can listen to the rest of it uh, or a good portion of it at, they are at on the end Spotify. of this week's episode. Yes, they are on Spotify, which is amazing. Yes, so guys, go to Spotify. Look up
0: Collectively Known as Susan. They have a couple t- other tracks yes, on there. Yes, you
1: can check the bio of this week's episode as well. We'll drop their name and we'll drop their... Um, if they have a SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, where you can locate them. Yeah. Uh, and then you can also check out another snippet of this song at the end of this week's episode. Yes. Which is great. It's good stuff. I really enjoy it. And I'm excited to hear the rest of it later. Um, before we close out, we haven't really talked about stats in a hot minute. And I definitely think we should. We have some exciting news.
0: Oh, my God, guys. We, when I found
1: this out, I like Well, before we, screaming. I'll save that one for last. Um but I we want to thank you guys for continuing keeping it together with us. It's been a journey. We reached over on SoundCloud alone we reached um over 1200 and change um plays on SoundCloud and collectively we have about 2000 plays right now which is phenomenal and it makes me super 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 happy that you guys are on this journey with us and and doing this because it means so much because we started this just because we thought we were funny and we didn't really know what we're doing, and we still don't really know what we're doing. But yeah,
0: no, I'm still, I'm still kind of here riding it out. I'm not really sure. <laughs> I have
1: friends who reach out to me, and we're like, "Hey, I heard your podcast from so and so, and now I'm listening." And I'm like, "Yes, this is how it happens, and it's because of you that we continue to do this." And it's yeah, amazing that you guys have, still listen to us. I have friends at at home from Ohio that will like. Listen to
0: me and you. They think you're hilarious. They've talked about guests they that we've had on the show. are hilarious. Like, honestly, it's been you.
1: super cool.
0: Um, and we're
1: international. That's like one of the best Yeah. Things. Like,
0: what it, up, Amsterdam homies? Why it's am not yelling? just Amsterdam, though.
1: It's not just Amsterdam. It's never, it was just Amsterdam for like a hot minute, but now we're reaching Italy and England and China and Japan and Australia and New Zealand and a country with an m that i really don't understand how to pronounce but it's m u y something one day i'll know how to pronounce it but we're in 35 different countries and that's phenomenal and our our stats show that it's been a couple plays here and there and i really think it's just my friends who travel but regardless it shows up it shows up and that's up. what matters um and we really just thank you guys for continuing to listen to us and for continuing to keep it together with us and we want to figure some stuff out to kind of pay some homage. We've talked about doing some merch, which would be really cool. Um, we've talked about hats. Yo, wear my face on a t-shirt. I- Let's go. <laughs> we could get you on a little pocket. Just oh my
0: god, I think of I'm a frocket. Of so many you ugly photos. You could be a, could be could a frocket. I could
1: be a frocket. I think it should be the photo of you in the cheetah costume from Halloween. Remember when no. we brought your mom on? Yes. When I was like eight? Yes. It's on the Instagram. Oh, and God. And it's fabulous. No. We'll figure you out to be on the <laughs> Um, But we saw Kazo listened. And that's yes. one of the best things. And I love him as an artist. And I was so shocked when I saw this. I freaked out. I screamed. I texted her immediately. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for listening. We're huge fans of you. Yo, like, honestly. And we hope you listen to this I was, one. I was
0: freaking out. Like, I... When when we when did we see him? We saw him New Year's last year. Yeah, going into 2018. Yes, when he was there with Yellow Claw, right? Oh my God, when he he, his plane came late. His plane came late. You're playing, but it was still like an awesome show. That is like the EDM. I like that hard shit. I play that shit. in my classes all the time. He just
1: dropped an amazing song with Valentino Khan, my other love, called Novocaine, and it's life changing. And I absolutely love it. So thank you for listening. Yes, and thank we hope you, dude. You reach out to us. I tried. Just write us back. Yo, <laughs> next when
0: when is he in New Bring York? Bring Kezo yet?
1: to keeping it together. I don't know, but you I'll don't go. You
0: know. Well, next time he's in New York, we're going. I need next to see time his show again. We
1: need we need to go. His shows we'll are. We'll be there, Kezo. Whenever you're back, his shows are electric. If you've never seen him perform, you need to see him perform. We love. Yo, it. his visuals
0: are lit. Oh my god, I love With it. With the dogs, With holy the dogs. shit
1: um life changing <laughs> super awesome we need to end this we need to go I home need to go home and eat and sleep and get rid of the rest of this hangover <sighs> so as promised we have the rest of don't hate you um yes. your outro today by collectively known as susan and we're excited to play it out for you guys and closing out episode 34 another fabulous one another fabulous episode once next again week. y'all i'm Alyssa. I'm Sabrina. And thanks for keeping it together with us this week. And we'll see you back next week for episode 35. The sex is 7.0. Yes, I did it.